the window had been busted out and our gear, part of our gear had been stolen. Uh, there's nowhere to play up here at all. I'm sitting there kind of by myself, like waiting for my manners. And, and the mirrors, like they, the mirrors kind of like spin open like 90 degrees, like they kind of rotate open. And all these women in sexy lingerie can come walking out from behind the mirrors. I'm just well, going to throw this out there that it almost sounded like you were kind of the dark side sometimes of the scene. Just when I parted ways with monuments and so it was a really, really desperate time of my life. At the end of it, our bass player told us, like, he just looked at us and was like, yeah, this is my last show. So, like, basically back to the beast era. Dealing with this alcohol intake and we're at a Christian festival and we're supposed to be a Christian band. I was kind of like, man, this, this sucks. This is not a good look. Welcome back to Dark Side of the Scene. I'm your host, Brandon, alongside Ed. 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 Uh, I wonder how many uh, people on podcasts eat ice cream, because apparently it froze up when my tongue was sticking out, so I'm probably lip-smacking. Gross. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to ask. I wonder how many people that listen to podcasts suffer from Ed. I was like, we haven't got the sponsorship yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, eventually. That's what, That's our goal, at least one of them. Yeah, uh, that kind of reminds me. I don't know if this is a rant. Could be. I uh, <laughs> I posted a video on Instagram, the dumb things I'm making, just little death metal songs, and it's like in like six hours. It right now it's over like one k views, and it's like, man, why even be in a band anymore? Like, why don't I just be like a content creator, and make some dumb shit, like. I'd be working for myself. I don't have to have arguments with other band, the other band members. Like, why am I even in a band? If like, I, I, what little, I didn't, it didn't take long to make a little shitty, dumb, funny song versus like, if I made a video for my band, that's actually serious. And that we put effort to go to a studio and it's like, I didn't get as many views on our own music video. than I did on my stupid little, I don't know, content, silly, funny video. It's like, why am I even doing this? <laughs> Isn't it annoying that all the work you put in doing band stuff and then you do something just as a joke in like a small amount of time and it doesn't, the band doesn't get the recognition as your joke stuff does. Right. So it's like, why don't I just do joke shit like most people? Like that's no, what I mean, people I... want these days, apparently, because anyone that spends a lot of time and energy trying to be in a band, it's like people just don't give a fuck anymore. Right. I mean, I know some of them use that to get their band, push their band, get more notoriety for their band, but it's like I don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it could do that. Like like, look what I did just to push my band. I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with people. Like, I don't want to deal with band members. How about that? I'll just make some dumb videos. <laughs> that's the route that I think so many people have gone to is they don't want to deal with other people anymore. Because yeah. When you deal with other people, you have to deal with their problems as well. So it's just easier to cut everybody out and just deal with your own bullshit and do it as you want to. And you don't have to worry about anybody else. I mean, it, it depends if you're like, you have great collaborative skill. Like I'm, I have okay skill. 
I don't know. I guess, or uh, I guess my band's weird. <laughs> I like to do home. I like to do homework and then just give it to them. And then again, like I said, other podcasts, we don't really have a lot of time to like collaborate. We only got like a short amount of time, and it's like I don't want to waste it <laughs> because you only got so many hours of practice to do something. And if somebody's like talking about random shit that has nothing to do with practice, then well, well, you know, your whole like two, three hours is up and you got nothing done versus being at home and making a dumb video where you're your boss almost. Yeah, um, I get it. <laughs> this is one of those things, but right. anyone out there that suffers from the same issues, be sure to send an email to Brandon at darksideofthescene.com and we will get you scheduled. Yeah. And you can come on here and talk with ed and i about the dumb shit that you guys have to deal with again the show has been out now for several months by this point appreciate everyone that's stuck around with us yeah the average person that listens is probably like only listening now because they're waiting on us to do something really fucking stupid (laughs) but maybe someday we won't disappoint you we'll do something very fucking stupid yeah but until then or sorry to disappoint. Stu- yeah, stupid is my middle name, though. Isn't that good enough? <laughs> We've got some interesting guests lined up for future episodes. So, other, I'm going to quote the band thing that you never say. Big thing coming, guys. Big thing's coming. Right. And then nothing ever pans out with it. <laughs> what was the big thing that was supposed to happen? Oh, we're going to release a new song soon. Oh, one that's like no one's going to listen to. And this it, it needs to be like a under a minute video like I'm yeah. making. Yeah. And then people pay attention. Yeah. It it fucks the algorithms over. That's yes. what it actually is. It's all those algorithms. You got like for Instagram, I think you have under 30 seconds, and for Facebook is under 60 seconds. Fight the man. Fight the yes. system. Yeah, fuck the system. But yeah, we got someone waiting in the wings. We're gonna bring them on in, but sit tight, hold on to your butts. We'd like to take this time to welcome our guest Damon on the show. Damon, thanks for coming out and talking with us. Excellent. Thank you guys. Appreciate your time. Yeah, definitely. So what is it that you actually do? I know you're we've talked a little bit and we've reached out about sure. the stuff that you do, but a little bit of background about yourself. Sure, sure. Uh yeah, I guess I'll keep it short as a courtesy to everyone involved. Um, I, I mean, I, I was a musician. I am a musician. I, I, you know, I was in bands when I was much younger. I was in a band with my brother. And uh, so we were, you know, listening to cool, heavy stuff and, you know, started creating and forming bands in his neighborhood and stuff and um, kept pretty busy for a long time. I started playing live when I was 17 and um, I played live and toured um, until I was about 30. And then I, uh, you know, I started helping other bands and my friends' bands because I had assembled and amassed so many contacts and so much information doing, you know, being the point of contact for my band. And I guess I was a bit just hyper and super driven and I was super convinced that we were going to be successful. And I just pushed and pushed and pushed. So I just had a, a massive uh, catalog of contacts and information. So, um, 
you know, I was probably about 30 years old. I rolled over into uh, management and started, started managing a couple of bands and ended up getting, getting a band signed and, um, you know, took that, my portion of those proceeds and rolled it into, uh, uh, the management agency. And we've been running, uh, the company Interlight Agency ever since. Um, so yeah, musician, artist manager, artist development, booking agent, and, um, uh, recently, uh, my business partners and I here at the uh, agency have launched uh, a big free uh, booking agency called Get Gigs, which um, is online and growing daily. We're super proud of it. It's been really cool. Um, it's a, you know, like I said, a free booking agency. It's a we um, centralize available gigs and available uh, booking help. So uh, venues and booking agents and promoters are posting their available dates and their booking contact and bands are show swapping on there. Uh, it's, it's super cool. It's a profile basis. Basically, it's a little social network, of, you know, a booking specific social network. So um, very proud of that. And that's been a big part of our last couple of years as well. So, yeah. Uh, and that brings us up to now. Um, I've, I've just been in this forever. So, yeah musician booking agent band manager and like i said the big focus for the last 24 months has been launching building and launching uh get gigs and we're now at over 3500 uh profiles on there it's growing daily so it'll be interesting to continue to watch that grow and see where we go with that what happens with that hell yeah that's awesome yeah is, yeah. Uh, is it strictly u.s or is it a global thing that you're doing with it or how's that work? Yeah. I mean, we opened it up, we opened it up. It's, it's global. There's stuff from, you know, all across the UK and Australia. And um, I mean, everywhere it's, there's stuff from everywhere on there. I'm surprised every day, you know, new stuff comes on and I'll get up in the morning to look and see what's new. And you know, it's just, there's stuff from everywhere. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, everybody's come. There's, you know, all genres and all locations. Like I said, the, you know, the, the venues and booking agents are saying, hey, we need a support band for this date. Or, hey, we have these these dates open so musicians can get on and filter the available gig posts by genre, location, and date. And then also musicians, like I said, are show trading. So there's, there's opportunities to get booked, um, you know, pretty much everywhere. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually surprised venues want to do that because most of the time they don't want to put in the work. They make the bands do it. So that's kind of like refreshing to hear, <laughs> you know, because most well, of the, yeah. yeah, most of the time they like somebody under them would probably look for like openers. And I mean, well, again, they usually just provide the venue and they always have a promoter that books the shows for. Right. Them. Right. 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 Well, a lot of venues, you know, you have coffee shops and, and, you know, just, you know, small clubs and stuff. And, it, um, you know, it's like the boardwalk, and, you know, in, in California is, is, for instance, I mean, they have all kinds of great shows and they signed up and they posted, you know, it's like, and even like the whiskey, you know, obviously in Los Angeles, they post stuff all the time. And so these, you know, from very obscure, weird little spots, like I said, like coffee shops that want an acoustic dude to come in to, you know, nice big places. Uh, even like the hard rock, you know, they're posting saying, Hey, you know, we have these dates booked and, you know, we could use some support. Um, so that's venues, you know, people that are sitting at the desk at the venue, but then tons of uh, promoters and, um, 
you know, just independent booking agents, but, you know, they're needing supports too. And then bands that are touring, they're saying, hey, we're in Chicago on the 14th. We need local support for the state. So the whole goal was to centralize available gig opportunities. And we've just invited everybody to set up a free profile. And, you know, it's, it's a real cooperative experience. You know, we wanted to encourage a sense of community and camaraderie. And with the bands, you know, sh- show trading there, you know, they're opening slots on their hometown shows. So basically, we'll bring you here if you bring us there. So again, you know, we're just encouraging camaraderie and connecting the musicians with the booking agents and the venues that are actively interested in direct communication and booking and making something happen now. So because um, we found like with other booking sites, there's several of them and I, they all serve their purpose. But we wanted to reduce friction by it, not just having a list of emails that you can contact, you know, basically cold call. We want to actually be connecting with people who are actively um engaging you know what i mean we don't want an outdated list of emails we want people that are there um so that's the whole thing again centralizing available gigs and available opportunities so it's to get gigs is definitely something uh different and uh we're super proud of it but yeah i don't know if that answered your question i kind of went off there but <laughs> yeah, like is it this... get gigs as in like is there yeah, a yeah, hyphen yeah. in it or is it just get gigs.com yeah. Yep, get dash gigs. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah, show trading is um, kind of a lost art in a, in its own way cuz nobody I mean, you'll find a couple bands will do it and then you'll you'll get a band. <laughs> For example, I my band would find a gig close to our area and then we'd never hear from that band. <laughs> like, well, thanks for nothing. You know, <laughs> like you know. Right, right. I, yeah, show trading's definitely somewhat of a lost art. It just depends on who if the bands get along, you know, it's one of those kind of situations. I, guess. I think it's all become more of a competition between the bands because decent shows are few and far between, at least in our general area of Indiana, it feels like. So I think everyone's jockeying for the same spot. So everyone's got this, I wouldn't call right. it ego or whatever, but it's, they're all about themselves because it's like survival of the fittest. So that everyone wants to be on a good show and, they're going to do what they can hop on that show and like, Oh, how we got you on. How about you hit us back? And you don't hear anything. It's just seems to be the right. norm, the norm these days. Right. Yeah. You know, and you're right. You do see the survival of the fittest, um, you know, sometimes, but I, I guess it's just like watching the news. You're going to see the most horrendous horse shit, but then there's millions <laughs> of people uh, that are doing really cool, uh, you know, things every day that you never hear about because it's not sensationalized, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I see the same thing from my desk, you know. Um, you know, we just see, and especially because we can see all the activity that's happening um, within Git gigs because there's a whole messaging system and there's a contract system where they can exchange agreements. It auto generates agreements based on the on the posts and all kinds of stuff. But um, you know, um, and there's a rating system. It too you know did they you know were they you know honored the agreement good to work with would you work with them again so you know we're counting on people being good humans and um mm. you know there's a few little things set in place to encourage again we again we're we've set up a a, a community with a, a diy and community and cooperative exchange you know the ethos of 
being good people and doing doing right. So, you know, the, the idea is, you know, if someone helps you out, you would negotiate, hey, then, you know, take care of us. There should be, you know, there's a thread there and hopefully they do it. And if mm-hmm. if if they don't, you know, then that's unfortunate. They turned out to be a foul, uh, you know, human in business. But, um, you know, we, we haven't really seen or experienced too many complaints. You know, we get a ton of feedback. People are like, dude, this is an amazing tool. And, you know, we're we're swapping shows. We're booking stuff out of town. We're something. It's a great tool also for linking your tour. You know, if you need to f- fill a date or fill many dates or just build a whole tour, um, you know, you could look from city to city, you know, 200 miles apart or 150 miles, whatever you want to do. And, um, you know, kind of uh, link stuff together, connect the dots. But yeah, it seems like, you know, when you look at the website, you read, it's like, this is a community effort. You know, we're here to help. We're here to help each other. And that's something too. You don't have to necessarily trade trade the show when some, you know, if it doesn't make sense, but you share local booking info. And we see a lot of that too. Hey, you know, who, who books metal in your area? Can you help us out? You know, they'll, you know, send them 10, 10 ideas or people to contact if they can't help them. So Again, as much as we're trying to help reduce friction with the booking and help connect, um, connect people, you know, we're also trying to uh, um, encourage being decent people and help helping each other, which is something that's kind of exciting, <laughs> you know, at least at least for me. Like I said, you know, I've been doing this forever, and um, you know, with the Interlight Agency, the management agency that I run and have been running for well over a decade, um, we've always found that, you know, we get way more miles out of the situation if we're being kind and doing our best and that's we've implemented that same um uh, mood and you know mo or mode of operation into get gigs so uh, you know hopefully hopefully people appreciate that for what it's worth you know you, you could run your business and, and do things any you know any number of ways but we just choose to be kind and encourage camaraderie so and it seems to be working so I'll give you guys an update in six months. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it evolves and what it comes, but you know, it turns into. But you know, we're seeing 15, 20, 25 new profiles, new uh, available gigs posted every day. So we're having consistent and ongoing uh, traffic, and you know, it's it's it continues to grow. So it'll be really interesting to see where we're at growth wise and community wise in six to twelve months. I bet after uh, this episode airs, you'll see a lot from. Uh our local areas because i know most of the I've, yeah i've never heard of have. anything like this so i'm like yeah. that's kind of interesting because i always somebody in a band i would know or whatever they're like hey looking for you know looking for dates in this and this and that town it's like i wish i could help them but i don't know how the fuck that would happen <laughs> you know better go make an account on their head right, so, right right no i mean i should well, tell them to make one if they're going to yeah. go on tour then like they could they could definitely use that i don't want to be oh, the, the middleman so yeah well yeah um, i, mean, I wasn't being middleman i was just being for your own band uh screw my band anyway <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean you're you're totally right it's like um you know you see that stuff on facebook and i'll, I'll shoot them a link like dude sign up here it's free you know you just set up a basic artist profile and then you can filter there's no fees there's no bullshit it's like just get on there and make magic so you can filter everything by genre and region and you know time frame so you know genre location and date and uh yeah there's everything from 
I, I know gypsy jazz flamenco banjo guys from Syria to you know the heaviest of heavy bands from your guys's area. I mean, there's everything. Uh, all you know, like I said, all over the world. You know, literally Serbia. You know, Russia, the Ukraine. There's people that want to tour and are telling me, but they can't get out because there's it's war torn territory. Like you know, they they got to wait till the war calms down. It's like we've opened up such a big eclectic mix and blend of styles and people and from all over the world it's been a really interesting experience you know and and i say that because um you know having run uh, the management agency you know it's we're a boutique agency it's myself and several other agents and then a small team like our pr and design and video guys and stuff like that but uh you know we only have a handful of clients at a time so we can make sure that we give each act the attention that they deserve and need to make sure that the job gets done so we've only you know handled a handful of acts at a time over the years but this opens it up and now it's like we're almost like a part of a family for you know thousands and thousands of venues and, and musicians now so we're hearing all kinds of interesting stories and from very positive to very negative and desperate and we just it's like you know hopefully this um you know, helping them and bringing them some joy. We, we certainly do get lots of positive feedback. And, you know, people are like, holy shit, I, I had no idea this existed. I, I, I would have killed for this 10 years ago. It's like, where have you been? Right. It's like, I we feel- just finally put in the time and the money, you know, and, and now it's live and it's, it continues to grow. So yeah, it's been, it's a really very proud to be a part of it. I feel like that rating system will bite people in the ass if they're being flaked. So that's kind of smart too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's straight up, but it's like, you know, we don't want to pressure anybody and we're not going to penalize anybody. You know, we can, we can, um, you know, we've had to pull down a few accounts if they're goofy, you know, and we, we um, uh, curate everything as it comes on to, you know, cross, cross reference and make sure that they are a real band. They are a real venue because we don't want just people on there, you know, looky loo and, you know, we want people that it can actually contribute and actually, um, they're either a performer or a host and, um, you know, they're there, you know, and, and that's basically the extent of our policing, you know, mm-hmm. is, uh, just be cool. And, um, but uh, again, on the front end, we say, you know, it's a, it's a cooperative exchange community, you know, right. um, we're here to help each other. So even, you know, if you get on there, you know, it's the idea is show trading between bands. If you're not able to host in your town, surely if you're a musician, you know, of several places that host music. So at the very least, be kind and be helpful. Share some contact information. That's all we ask because we want a centralized portal, a centralized community where you can go and find helpful people, helpful information. And then also specifically, um, like I said, our focus is centralizing currently available gigs. So we have what is the equivalent to the Facebook newsfeed, our newsfeed are available gig posts and you just scroll those. You can infinitely just scroll thousands of posts and like, holy shit, I didn't know I wanted to go to this place, but this looks bomb. This show's going to be killer or whatever. So it, it's, and uh, people tell us that you guys, this, which is also a cool thing. They're like, I don't know if you guys do this. I do it, but I'll get on Craigslist or I'll get on Facebook marketplace and just like start scrolling and I, like, I, I didn't know that I needed these, you know, rocket powered fucking rollerblades or whatever goofy shit I see. But I'm like, damn, I want those. I didn't know I needed them. But people say that it's like addictive. They just scroll because they're like surprised that there are so many available gigs. And they're like, dude, I would never go to like, you know, uh, Paris to play this little weird metal club. But this looks amazing. And now I know <laughs> about it. So, but yeah. So my uh, 
I guess I'm going to bring up the, the question. So you've had this for a while, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, we've been onboarding users, I guess, for about 14 months. It's been open for about 14 months. Oh, 14 months. So this didn't exist during the, the beast era when lockdown and we were building, we were building. So we were guess, doing the I development. Guess it, I guess. Yeah. I guess it didn't affect you too much. Cause it's like, I wonder how many venues had closed down and what was in your network now from then, but you said you weren't even, so this is all fresh, huh? Oh. Yeah, yeah, and, and as far as that, you know, I, I of course have been, you know, running the 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 band management agency, um, and, and you know, we're a booking agency really because we're getting our bands on festivals, and we're partnering with a lot of the the bigger uh, booking agencies and stuff. So we're working with TKO and um, Artery Global at the time, and all this stuff. So, um, you know, where that went away, we just transitioned into releasing content and keeping our artists um, busy and active online during that time. Mm. Um, so releasing videos and doing uh, video premiere campaigns and stuff. So, um, so yeah, I mean, the only to a answer that question, I guess, without uh, saying any weird, right. uh, um, is that, you know, we just, we were doing the development of Git gigs during that time. And, um, you know, we just transitioned from booking uh, out of the management agency just to continuing to release and promote the bands through releasing content and doing premieres and campaigns online. So then after um, uh, the beast had dried up, uh, we, um, you know, we just kind of start taking um, a tally and checking in with everybody. Like, are you okay? Like what happened? Are you still booking? Is the room still there? Huh. So, yeah, you know, I mean, gosh, unfortunately 30, 40% of the, the venues, you know, would, of course, uh, went away, uh, you know, or suffered the loss. But um, and but through that, almost like a brush fire, you know, it's like all these new flowers, all these new opportunities, um, you know, fresh life after like a, a scorched earth type of effect. Mm. Um, so it's interesting where we lost a lot. Now we're seeing a, a huge um, a surge of new opportunities and fresh places that have opened up on the back of that um, unfortunate time, you know. How... So basically, like during all that, like how did you feel things were going to go? Were you like worried about your job and like per you personally? Like, how did you feel? I, like, I was things... concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was concerned. You know, and you know, we're in Los Angeles, so I mean, there was times, and I, I was keeping a close eye on the news, probably like a lot of people, and I do try to avoid it. You know, my right. personality is to you know really focus on work and. And focus on myself and in my house and and my responsibilities and can, you know um, try to make a positive impact on the things that I can control. So when I'm watching the news and getting scared shitless because they're just huh. you know it's like holy you know it's like all right well we got water and we have these things and we're gonna do our best and try to get through this. But yeah, obviously you know in incredibly uh, nervous and to the point like I said in Los Angeles where I'm like, are we gonna get? you know, uh, is this going to be like a, a Tom Cruise action movie where like, is this like our zombies coming, you know, there in the first bit, you know, yeah, it was horrible, but yeah. um, uh, we, uh, you know, again, I, I, you can probably tell by my personality here, but you know, it just continued to stay um, optimistic and just continue to work and, and do what we could. But again, I must've had faith in a healthy future because we were dumping 10, 12 hours a day of development into the building of the Git gigs uh, platform. So I knew sunnier times were coming. Uh, we just 
you know, kind of just tried to buckle down, stay positive and get through it, you know? Nice. So, seeing as you said you have a positive personality. So to the audience, I like to play the guessing game of what Mr. Damon looks like. And I've got two, <laughs> I got two potential people. One, I think he looks like David Seville from like the Alvin and the Chipmunks cartoon or the guy from oh, Blue's shit. Clues, the guys from Blue's Clues. Is that what you look like? Either of those guys? <laughs> I really appreciate that. So what the Blue's Clues guy, what is that? The, the little dancing guy in the funny sweater? He's pretty cool. <laughs> like when he had hair, like I don't, he like lost his hair because he got older, but like. I got you. Well, I've had a shaved head for the last 20 years. So, and Dave Seville, he's like a, he's like a, like a cool old dad, isn't he? Yeah, he was like, like their, he was like a music, their music manager. I don't know if he was really their dad, but like, <laughs> that's all I can picture. So you're bald, basically. You said you're bald. Yeah. Yeah. I got a shaved head. I keep it, it smooth so I can swim faster. <laughs> oh, I guess I was a way off. Shit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I think you're like oh, free, start describing myself. Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, I was thinking like the way because you got a positive energy going. I just saw the Blues Clues guy, but then you said something about management. I thought of like, like I mean, he must have brown hair, and he likes to manage things. Like David Seville managed the Chipmunks. How do you Alvin. know his last name? David Seville. Yeah, I thought it was just Dave. No, was that was his full name. <laughs> Again, how the <laughs> fuck do you know Alvin? They the always said it on the cartoon. It just kind of like it, it slipped off the tongue real easy, David. I guess Still. I don't have a memory of that in the cartoon. There's something wrong you, with me. Sorry. <laughs> did you hit him up to see if he'd manage your band? No, he's just a fiction. Well, hell no. He yells at him all the time. I wouldn't want somebody yelling at me. I'm a little <laughs> more stubborn than that to deal with that kind of shit. Yeah, but... I got you. Yeah, now that you say that, I remember him. He was always yelling. I think because they were going Alvin! crazy. Yeah, well, they're a little ass. They're all little rock star assholes. The problem was they were like basically like a glorified cover band, but whatever. That's just here and there. Anyway, that's I funny. That... I was wrong. So yeah, I don't know. Um, both of those are cool guys, though. <laughs> I was way off. So what? Basically, what you you did the whole the whole uh, gigging and then playing in a band and what made you? I mean, aside from getting the contacts, did you feel like? you were more you know leaning towards well, yeah there was a turning point there, yeah, there the was turning a turning point, point. Yeah. yeah yeah there was uh my, my my brother my older brother thor he's older than than uh is that his real name yeah thor and oh, he has yeah. no middle name thor <laughs> no middle name it's no name. like the like the beast it's that's like beastly but nice. um yeah he's uh yeah, he's an awesome guitarist, and 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 he and I loved Pantera and early Metallica and all kinds of stuff. And he also liked like badass instrumental guitarists like Satriani and all this stuff. So we basically had like a wannabe Pantera mm. with like weird Hendrix and Satriani type noises. Sure. <laughs> so we were like super heavy, like super heavy guitar tone, and I played you know a big drum set with double bass because I was influenced by Lars and Vinny. And those guys, and he, uh, we lived in Des Moines, so we were friends with Joey Jordison and the Modifidius and Slipknot guys, but they were, you know, in their er early carnation, uh, incarnations at the time. And But yeah, we were buddies with Joey, and he, you know, Joey Jordison from Slipknot, and he Rest had a piece. band. Yeah, yeah absolute uh, it's tragedy there. But uh, yeah, he was amazing. And uh, but so, and 
he was, uh, you know, so we were listening to that stuff. And uh, so we had, you know, heavy, heavy ass bands. So my brother and I, um, we were playing and we, he, he and I played for like 10, 12 years. We toured all over the Midwest and did all kinds of stuff and won these battles of the bands for our, our big radio station for what it was worth at the time. It felt awesome. You know, we got one studio time and stuff, but we toured all over the Midwest. So we were in Des Moines. So we played all those Midwest cities. We were close to everything, you know, right there in the middle. So we can go Kansas City, Minneapolis, Chicago, you know, Omaha, um, St. Louis. We just were, you know, just driving a counter or clockwise, just driving a big circle. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we'd get crazy and go east, you know, went to New York and I did all kinds of stuff. But yeah, so he and I, you know, he and I were writing and playing and performing this music. And then we had buddies that would come with us for as long as they could until life pulled them in a, you know, a, a mature direction or whatever it was. But right. um, yeah, so then, but my brother Thor, he always had a, a real strong interest in in, uh, in making films. And it, um, I think when we were about 30, maybe 32 or so, you know, so we played from 17 to 32. We were literally, literally on our way back from a tour. And he's like, dude, I think I'm done. And I was devastated. He's like, I want to focus on my movies, but he's gone on to become an award, uh, award-winning independent filmmaker. Mm. It's made all kinds of horror films and all kinds of all kinds of weird different stuff. And, you know, he's worked with some really cool people and continues to uh, make films now. And like I said, he's won uh, independent film awards, awards and has done all kinds of stuff. So it was at that time when he told me he was done. He's like, you know, I love you, you stupid little bastard, but I'm going to go do my thing now. Like, I want to go make movies. And like I, I, I think I backed the band van up to the dumpster at my apartment at the time and literally kicked my Lars Ulrich wannabe double double kicks uh, drum uh, into the dumpster because I was just like, oh, I, you know, I'm not playing anymore if I'm not, you know, going to be, you know, with my brother and I'm just not going to do it. So you just but, basically but, didn't want to start all over again. Well, yeah, like, I, I mean, I you mean, could have. I mean, you know, drummers are always needed everywhere, but you're probably like, no, it's not. It won't be the same. <laughs> exactly. And the thing was, is because he and I had, I think that um, the the connection because we were brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like we had yeah. some weird like ESP. Uh, you know what I mean? Some like kind of a mental thing uh, between us. Like a, I don't know if I said that right, but like we could we could the way that we play and wrote, we knew what the other one was going to do. So we could play a bit loose live and we can, right. you know what I'm saying? We could, we just were able to read each other because we had that connection. You had the, and I Van, knew, yeah, you had the Van Halen uh, Pantera Brothers thing going on. Right. Yeah. Right. But about 30 percent of the talent. But exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but yeah, so that was it. I was just like, yeah, exactly. Fuck it. I'm done. Um, and I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do. But what happened was I discovered a band uh, in eastern Iowa, and they're actually called Destrophy. But I picked those guys up, and they were super cool, uh, and I really believed in them. So I took all my contacts and all my energy that I had for my band and uh, picked them up and started managing and helping them. And then about a year, year and a half later, we ended up signing a, a four-album deal. And um, I landed us a big booking agent, uh, TKO, out of New York and landed us tours. We were out with Disturbed and... Uh, Buck Cherry and played with Avenged Sevenfold, toured as direct support for Typo Negative on their last tour, which was one of my favorites. And uh, so, yeah. And then after that, like I said, I I, I used my money from that uh, that uh, record deal, uh, my portion, you know, my management portion, and just launched the agency, uh, the Interlight Agency, and have been managing and 
doing band management and artist development since. So basically um, you basically liked it a lot more than just playing. Like you kind of felt like you were more comfortable doing this. Uh, at first uh, when you said you, uh, you did it for a, a while for the other band, it seemed like you kind of uh, yeah. pretty, pretty easily. Well, yeah, I, I just like, holy shit, these guys um, don't really have any future plans or understand what it's going to take. You know, I was like, you know, you guys, I think, are writing a lot stronger songs than you realize. Like, we should we should get this to some people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, this is right. good. And so, you know, I, I basically just started helping them get on some bigger shows and, you know, help. I think it was the end of the MySpace days. So we were rolling into you know, understanding the power of the internet and stuff. So yeah, building up, uh, you know, their social presence and just building stuff up and uh, basically booking. And, you know, I, I uh, lucked out and got us on a couple of big shows that really helped. We played a couple of, you know, like I said, with Avenged Sevenfold or, you know, uh, Buck Cherry or whatever at the U.S. Right. Cellular Center. Now all of a sudden you're in front of 5,000 people and your numbers start to go up. We started to get traction at radio, which really helped. And then, like I said, we ended up signing a record deal on but yeah, um, I, I was I was a bit heartbroken after my band ended, but I fairly quickly rolled into uh, accidentally kind of discovering those guys and um, and and jumping in and offering to help them. So I, I didn't really have too much downtime. Um, so but yeah. what was more stressful, like touring with your own band or starting to be a tour manager, whatnot agent? <laughs> I, you know, it's all the same. Um, I, I guess I could be a bit, a bit more lazy and goofy if I wanted in my band, because it was my band and it was only my future. I'd be compromising if I was a piece of shit, you know, right. or being lazy, but with, you know, running these companies that I have now and actually helping people, I feel an incredibly strong sense of responsibility to show up every day and be present, you know? Um, so I, it's a bit more, uh, I wouldn't say it's more stressful now. I'm incredibly comfortable because I'm confident with what I do, you know, and I have a great mm -hmm. relationship with our artists and, and my contacts. So I feel pretty good. It's so it's not particularly stressful. It's only stressful when there's some kind of a, a weird, you know, I get a call like, dude, they're not letting me cross the border, you know, <laughs> right. at right. four in the morning or, you know, you know, Donnie got hammered and sold my base. It's like shit like that. That's kind of uh. stressful, but. Um, yeah, it's like almost like being a dad, you know, it's like a daycare sometimes, but, um, but yeah, I meant like more like the trend when this transition started of you doing that, like, how did that feel in the early days? Like as far as, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't remarkable. Like the feeling, I didn't have too much feeling with it. I just knew, Hey, we got work to do. Um, mm. so I don't know, you know, um, yeah. So, so I think the stress for me is situational. If something strange comes up, you know, we've had situations where vehicles have broke down on tour. That shit's terrible. I've had to fight with label people, you know, uh, defend the artists or argue on their behalf. You know, I had, you know, I, I won't say the name, but I had a label president that's fairly notorious in the industry for being a incredible uh, tyrant. <laughs> hmm. uh, an effective but incredible tyrant um you know it's a very successful label but you know he literally threatened to chop off my head but i think it must have been christmas eve he cut off tour support for one of our bands um he didn't you know i i negotiated it in the in the band's um contract that we would be getting tour support for every tour date booked x amount of dollars you know so hmm. marketing uh tour marketing dollars and, and uh, tour marketing support so whatever um, you know, maybe 75 or a hundred dollars a day. Um, 
they had the, the label was to contribute for every tour date that we were out just to help pad it so the band could be comfortable. And uh, and that's still when the gas was like a dollar seventy five before everything <laughs> went crazy. But yeah, you know, so I'm like, shit, if we got a hundred bucks a day from the label, you know, it's like fuck it. So he didn't realize I was gonna we were gonna go out and just fucking go until the wheels fell off the van. And he is like, yeah, Jesus, you guys have been gone for four months. I'm like, yeah, fucker. You know, I got us a good booking agent. You know, that's the deal. We all signed this thing. What are you doing? Oh, God, oh help me, God. I'll cut. He sounded like Corey from Slipknot when he gets pissed. He's like, I'll slit your throat and fuck it. You know, whatever. It's like, dude. Wow. You know, it's like it's like two days before Christmas. Then he called me back. He's like, Merry Christmas, you, you piece of shit. It's fine. It's just, you know. And I'm like, dude, you're a millionaire. You know, you're lucky I wasn't recording that call. So now all I can do is like talk about it, tell a funny story and not say your name. But right. yeah, you know, so, you know, those situations are stressful. But thankfully, because, you know, obviously we had our entertainment attorney and a contract. It's like, you know, that shit's stressful. But I knew he had to cough up the money. It's like, dude, just transfer the cash. You're a millionaire. You know, you know, the, the whole situation is, is because you believe in it like we do. So help me help right. you you know i mean if there, he wouldn't be sending out a terrible band if he wouldn't take a gamble on sending out a terrible band right so it, it, it was honestly it, reasonably yeah. it was honestly reasonably successful you know we had several mm -hmm. songs on the billboard charts we had songs in Miramax films we had songs in video games we had songs on like the wwe stuff like you know i mean it was we were killing it really you know compared to you know hundreds of thousands of artists that are struggling for any opportunity you know we just came out swinging and he wasn't he didn't know i was so serious i guess mm -hmm. so, <laughs> so basically like yeah so you had you you supported all these these bands and their thing and then you wanted to transition into your your network here and what made you want to do that just like help the little guy just because you were sick of like what the man can do to people <laughs> Well, what do you you mean? Uh, um, uh, launching GitGex, the booking. Yeah, agency? that. Yeah, I've, yeah. The, the um, that, you know, that's kind of just kind of piggybacked onto the existing management agency. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't. Uh, the management agency is still going 100 percent full time. Right. We just right. also built that into onto and the concept was you know for our artists and our friends like look let's build this little thing. But then once we start telling people, you know, it started to blow up i think you know that's 35 or 3700 profiles on there now mm. you know like i said you know at least 10 15 20 you know sometimes 20 a day wow. um will come on but uh yeah so um uh the reasoning was it's like i don't believe that booking and finding opportunities should be so complicated <laughs> um it can be somehow somehow it is yeah it, it, it really is there are there are a lot of obstacles there's a lot of gatekeepers and it bottlenecks at who has this information you know you and you just get um you know ignored ignored so it's like all right well i know for as many people that want to cock block or or roadblock or mm -hmm. you know like i said bottleneck and make this hard and hide information and be competitive there are equally surely as many people that are interested in helping and being a part of a community that's more helpful so i'm like dude let's just build this thing we'll make a profile based community for venues or booking agents and musicians everybody all genres all walks of life just come on and be kind post and share your opportunities and, and share information like i you know if that's if that's my one legacy move when i'm gone 
it's like if we helped, if we, you know, if we helped and we are, I shouldn't say if we are, it's happening today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's happening every day since we went live. So um, I don't know, maybe I'm a bit self-deprecating, like it's going to be in the future, you know, <laughs> some future payoff or future result, but it's happening now. But, our, you know, obviously, the, as more and more people come on, the bigger it gets and the, and the wider the reach and the community becomes. Um, but uh, so it's a constant um, uh, uh, it's it constantly growing. It's con- it's never done, you know, um, and there's room for, you know, 10,000 or 20,000 or 50,000. You know, if there's yeah. 3,500 in there now, where's it going to be in two years if it continues to grow at this pace? And there's no sign of it slowing down. And we really haven't even started promoting it yet. I just put out my first reel. I hate I hate being on video because I'm like. I don't have time to make videos and promote stuff. You know, it's like I'm busy managing projects, but we just put out a reel and uh, just to test it on Facebook and Instagram. And we're getting ready to start a TikTok. You know, it's like we're getting ready to start letting people know, hey, there's a free booking agency with a lot of cool hey, opportunities. Do you, have, do you have a nice ass? Because you're going to have to shake it on TikTok. Hey, I've heard about that. I'm, I'm usually sitting, <laughs> but I do. You know, I, I went for a jog before I called you guys. So okay, I do try good. to. Yeah, work them glutes. Try to that's, stay that's what they want to see: some shaking glutes on TikTok live video or whatever the hell they call them. And that's yeah, why we're that's not on true. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there there really is there really is a large community of musicians and stuff. It is a great tool if you have the patience or tolerance. Thankfully, I have someone on the team that's kind of overseeing that stuff. But yeah, yeah again, we're just getting into now. Uh, just um, I, I guess to speak to the growth and the future of GitGex, but um, you know, yeah, we're just now like within the last couple of weeks have started. We put on our first little reel, a little thirty second invite. Hey, check this thing out, yeah. and uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting. Like I said, to see where we're at in a year. But um, to answer your question, like I said, there was really no transition. It was just something that we built onto the back of the existing management agency. And it was going to be for our friends. And I, I didn't, you know, I, I guess I didn't put too much thought into it, but I realize now, yeah, there's a universal appeal. There's people from all over that are going, dude, this is fucking amazing. Like why did no one has no one done this before? Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's, I guess adding more uh, chores and, and, uh, you know, to, to my daily work plate, but it makes me feel good to know that we're helping people, you know, honestly. Um, so yeah, like I, I keep saying, I'm just proud to be a part of it. And, you know, I, it was my idea and I, I wrote it down on paper. I drew out the skeleton of what I wanted it to do and, um, and the features. And, but again, you know, these other websites, they have these blogs about, well, you know, why you need this and what this is and all this bullshit. It's like, fuck everything. We want gigs. I want to help people find gigs. I want to centralize of currently available gigs. Like you can get on there. Like if you guys bring it up on your screen or whatever, you can see like just um, there's like a a live feed on the uh, on the on the page. You know, if you go to um, get get dash gigs dot com, like you'll see that there's a feed that's updating in real time. So anybody that posts a gig, you know, you know, uh, there's shit, New York, Arizona, just wherever the shit coming in from all over. Mm. So I, I just knew in my gut, I'm like, dude, there's equal parts, uh, uh, equal amount of people that would be willing to help and be helpful and that would thrive in a community like this. And I was right, you know, it, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I just figured there, there's a much easier way. And as a band manager, we knew show trading was effective. We always encourage that and use that, um, um, approach with our bands 
Hey, we'll book you here if you book us there. That's fucking cool. You know, hey, so now we have a show trading feature in GitGix. It's very helpful. And then also we've invited, you know, all the booking agents, all the venues um, that we know of and that we could contact. Say, hey, this is available. If you have opportunities you need filled, post it on here and bands can request it. And when they get a request, they can click and, and look at their EPK. You know, the bands get a free EPK. They can get a put in their bio and pictures, video, a Spotify or Bandcamp link. They get a fully customized little profile. It's all free. Um, so it's like, uh, you know, the promoter, is, you know, they get a notification, a request for that date that they posted. They can look at the profile and see if it makes sense. Then they can engage, uh, you know, in the messaging. There's a custom messaging portal so they can go back and forth, discuss the details. They can activate a um, an agreement based on the post. Um, that the site auto generates uh, a booking agreement based on the details in the post and uh, the, the party. Mike, that... Yeah. I'm actually checking it out as you're, yeah, I can see where. Yeah. Um, like scrolling down, there's different cities. I see uh, actually one in Lansing promoter needs a venue or excuse me, something for May 18th. So interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 And if you scroll that, like, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, you'll see every, I mean, Czechoslovakia, there's Russia, there's, like I said, the Ukraine, there's yeah. France and Prague. I mean, everywhere, you know, in all genres, it's crazy too. You'll see like, yeah. you know, we're having a lesbian goth, um, you know, uh, a prom and we want X and X, you know, to, of course, all, you know, your standard stuff. We need a death metal band for this. We want country thing for, you know, there's festivals, there's, you know, there's everything big and small, all genres, all walks of life. So, yeah. and that's something that we're proud of too, is having a, an all-inclusive community. As long as you're kind and, are, you know, are willing to help other people, you're welcome. It doesn't matter what kind of music you are, what kind of lifestyle you have. None of that matters. You know, let's just help each other, you know, get gigs. So that's the heartbeat of that operation. Yeah. And there's a picture of you. So I was way off. <laughs> that's me brother i was like, waiting for you to scroll down i'm like no he looks like stanley tushy if anything <laughs> now i don't know who that is some actor okay cool but, but yeah that's yeah off. yeah that's me <laughs> that's me man but yeah that's uh that's that's it that's yeah. it brother yeah and definitely feel free to share that like like you said with your with your friends that are looking for opportunities i'm actually uh, writing out a facebook post as we speak to promote uh the website so well, very cool very yeah cool, i'll have to do the same thing and then sign up too in case like my band wants to go somewhere instead of being lazy but no like i've never heard of anything like this and it's like i am now saying it today like i wish i knew but there was something like this because <laughs> it definitely cuts out the bullshit of trying to get on your facebook and say hey anybody know where i could find a thing crickets 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 nobody cares and it's like you right. know now you're cutting out the middleman and well, actually, yeah, just trimming the fat, trimming the trimming fat, the and then fat. you're actually able to contact the venue, which is sometimes impossible to do because you know, oh, so and so runs it, and then you got to email them, and then you wonder if they'll email you back. I mean, there's been a few people that are good at doing that, but man, it's like I yeah. book a lot of shows for my band, and sometimes I hate reaching a new place because you never know what kind of shit they'll put you through, and it's right, like, oh, that's why I could not want to. I could not be in your position to manage anybody unless that was my full-time job. And then I would probably be yelling at people like Alvin and the chipmunk <laughs> style thing. Dave. Dave yeah. Seville. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think, um, you know, my transition out of the band, 
and into managing it was, like yeah. i said i just i came out i'm like well i have all these skills and all this contact and i was kind of chilling it, you know there was probably a couple of months there when i wasn't doing anything i was trying to figure out what i was going to do and then like i said i kind of accidentally discovered something that i was like holy shit this is significant or it could be you know musically it already was and getting a record deal doesn't necessarily make some something you know significant um you know, if they're able to play and have an amazing live show and impact people, you know, that's awesome, too. But I also believe that we could probably get a record deal because I knew that some of these songs were huge and they were, you know, they ended up doing really well at radio um, on my website. Like there's profiles for the different bands and projects and stuff. But there's like a screenshot of us on the billboard charts with those guys, like between Metallica and, you know, just other big bands at the time. We were like number 43, like right under so-and-so. But yeah, I mean, there's, it was just a, a that, that's just a, you know, a prime example of unbridled rage and determination to make something cool happen. And I've just carried that on, you know, I've just carried that on with the rest of the project. So I don't know, I guess I'm, I was built for it, yeah. you know, so kind of overcoming obstacles. So. Yes. Yeah. So I had another question. So like, there's a lot of, I mean, obviously from your days, you know, getting a band like signed and everything, and it's a lot different nowadays when bands get signed. Like, do you think the dynamic is way different nowadays? Because I feel like the band still has to do a bunch of work, If depending on the record label. Yeah. I, I guess it varies with the record label. Like, yeah. I feel like they're not exactly doing what they're supposed to be doing. I mean, I'm not signed on one, but I, I mean, does that make sense? Like. It's well, only, they're certainly not doing the development work that they used to. Yeah, that's they're, what I'm getting to. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. Unless you're ready and you're proven, then you're on the back burner. Because um, uh, think about it this way, guys. I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm I'm 47 now. So, like, I was watching movies like The Doors movie and, I don't know, La Bamba and shit like that. Where yeah, like, someone La comes Bamba. up and gives you, yeah, they come up and give you a business card. And then all of a sudden you're a fucking yeah. superstar. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, when they find you in a garage, but like in my situation as a manager, I say, yes, I'm a manager, but it's artist development and band management. We need to develop this. So we have something to manage like people, bands like to say, oh, we got a manager like, dude, it doesn't mean shit. We got a lot of fucking work to do. So, yeah. you know, it's us against the world. Like, you know, I'm your buddy and everything, but it, you know, this is not something to be, you know, we got a lot of work to do. You know, it's, it's, that's what I say. It's us against the world. Nobody cares, believe me. So mm -hmm. let's get to work. Um, but yeah, so it's like, it's artist development. I'm an artist. I do artist development and, and band management. Yes, I'm a band manager, but it's a huge focus on the development. So to speak to what you were saying, absolutely correct. Um, they want to see that, you know, you have obviously an active and engaged community that you've built, an active and engaged fan base, because they want to know that they're going to be able to, uh, recoup on any potential investment uh, but yeah you know so uh, I, but thankfully because of technology we're able to record albums in our bedroom now that sound fucking amazing yeah. and um you know what i'm saying so because of technology and the resources many which are at no cost because of the internet we have all these resources available you know i'll tell bands look guys let's take six nine twelve months and just put all the muscle on the bones that we can and then we shop and we you know iron sharpens iron we continue to play play live and refine our live show and and uh and be able to show them an explosive live show and then have six eight ten uh, unreleased tracks when we shop so they know that we have some unreleased music in the pocket um but yeah absolutely mm -hmm. you know back in the day they would develop you know they develop artists but you know um 
you know, they're just not doing that anymore. They're putting the money where stuff, stuff, stuff's done, you know. Uh, but yeah, so in, in that way, we see a lot of changes. But, you know, there's not anything a band can't do by themselves. You just see, honestly, like, I'm, I'm not trying to shit on anybody. Sure. I'm being honest. But, you know, you see a lot of really lazy musicians. And that's in a lot of genres. There's a lot of people that have uh, unrealistic expectations. Well, I have two really cool songs. And I bought a really fucking awesome jacket at H&M. It's like, dude, <laughs> you know, like, nobody cares. Priorities. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I got a photo shoot and 18, you know, Instagram fucking likes or whatever. Like, dude, there's a whole world ahead of us, right. you know. So that, you know, again, unrealistic expectations. And I've often found that, like, some of the most talented musicians have the most realistic and grounded expectations, like almost to a point where they're like, you know, we understand there's a huge mountain to climb. Yep. So I don't know what the correlation there is, but it's you get some, like, real shithead uh people that are like well why are we not on letterman you know it's like well he's been off the air for a few years and you guys are the wrong genre and you know and 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 so it's interesting yeah. <laughs> like i said it's almost like a daycare and I, uh you know so i feel like your your get get gigs thing is kind of cutting off the middle man just a little bit because i i don't I was, know how what i was gonna say i was thinking the same thing uh, which middleman do you refer to? Well, like obviously, you a lot of record labels they like to book shows for you. I mean, I'm sure there's other a lot of more things on there that they. I do. think that's more of a myth, to be honest. I think you still have to have your own booking agents and your own agencies that do all that. You're kind of cutting those people off. I think, like the actual hired booking agent, you could still well, the have booking it. agent. There's a shit ton of the booking agents on in in get gigs posting uh, because they're booking tours for gigs and it's their responsibility to find locals so they can put up a post that's probably what you saw in lansing you know a booking agent said i need a local for this show uh, you know what i'm saying so yeah. we're not cutting anybody out well i mean i would we, i didn't mean that as a negative way it's no, just no, like, no it's like no, us no i don't I, need to pay that guy i'll just look for him on this on this website here and then you know well sure yeah yeah, yeah i see what you're saying there but um yeah. you know there, there's always going to be musicians that are purists and that don't want to pay and that's fine right but i mean there's Kings. yeah yeah and see there's like indie on the move but i'm not sure if there's any actually specific available dates you know it's like it's a list of contacts and are they are did those are you know are those contacts still active are those the people that you actually need to talk to who posted that thing you know, yeah. was that website posting that shit or did the person that actually wants to discuss booking post it? So that's what those right. are all the corners that we wanted to chop off. You know, we we want the booking agents, the venues, the talent buyers, you know, the venues, uh, again, the, the booking agents, the promoters themselves that actively want to engage. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a shit ton. I mean, there's like black crap booking. There's all these booking agents are in there. You know, they'll ask us if we can post their stuff on their behalf. They'll send us a list of availables or they'll do it. They Some of them like to do it themselves so they can enter in the specific details or whatever. But, yeah, um, it was never our goal or intention, um, uh, you know, to, to cut anybody out. We just wanted to refine right. it and make it easy. It's like no, cabs. You know, you're going to have some people. We've had a couple people be like, well, like, dude, you're not going to lose your job. Like, you could use this as a tool. Like, there's... Like it can help you. There's a list of places that you can contact. You can book the tour faster. And that's a lot of booking agents that have actually come around. Um, you know, and, and that's something too, like the DIY. And this is like, I'm being, 
like super honest with you guys. Sure. Um, you know, we've had, you know, like some of the like punk and DIY super crusty, um, you know, um, say, well, yeah, here's some Silicon Valley, you know, trying to come in and invade our space. Like, dude, I lived in a fucking van. Like, I am just like you. I just, I don't have a battle vest, you know, but huh. <laughs> like, dude, I'm just like you, but I just, you know, I just created, it's just like using Uber, you know? Right. Yeah. You can walk, you know, but you know, you could walk across town if you want, but you could also use Uber if you want to do it faster and be more effective. It's entirely up to you, but you know, it's the same concept, you know, and I'm a, I'm a musician, I'm a band manager, I'm a booking agent. I just had a vision of how we can make this easier, make it quicker and connect people. Um, so again, I mean, get gigs is literally like Facebook, but the yeah. only posts that you're seeing in that feed are gigs. The only conversations that you're having, I guess you could, you know, veer off in a conversation and message you, but it's all gigs. You know, it's an, it's an entire world of uh, booking specific. So, um, you know, you're going to have some purists that just don't understand it and are not interested, but, you know, obviously a lot of people are, and that that's who we're here for. You know, we're not trying to compete against anybody or be the biggest. I just wanted to provide a platform where people could, again, we wanted to reduce friction. Um, you know, we wanted to reduce friction and unite people, have a cooperative experience. So, um, yeah, yeah I don't, so I far don't, so good. Yeah. So I don't see like, I don't see this thing as a bad thing. I don't know why anybody would want to be purist. Like I can do it myself. I'm like, you know what? That's a lot. Again, it's a lot of work to reach a bunch of people. And like, 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 for example, I won't say any venues or people's names, but like, I talked to a guy that was booking in an area up north and he had guaranteed me, not guaranteed me. He said, we're playing the 20th of this month. So, all right, cool. Didn't hear any information. Okay. Okay. Slowly. The weeks are drawing by. Cause I think I talked to him last month. I, I usually try to get information about a show within a month. So it gives us time to promote. And then I didn't hear anything from the person. And then the person had posted later on that his partner, whatever is taking care of everything. And so I'm like, I messaged the guy. I'm like, should I message the new guy about this show on the 20th and nothing. So then I added the other guy, try to message. Basically there was no, there was lack of communication and within like shows coming in within two weeks and I still got nothing. Finally, the other guy was like, well, I guess it's not happening. It didn't line up. And I'm like, I'm glad, you know, because I don't want to be trying to promote a show up north where we're not from within two weeks. And it's like, I don't know where I'm going with this story. It's just, I just don't like bad communications. I try to be pretty decent. Like on my, on my Facebook, the message will come to me. I usually try to respond as quick as I can. I expect the same courtesy, but I'm not going to get that. And it's just, I hate dealing with people that, don't run professionally. I don't think they're trying to be either, or maybe right. they act like they are, or they're busy posting on Facebook, but they can't answer my, 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 I am DM, whatever. And it's like, that shit bothers me the hell out of me. It, it's right. very frustrating. I was like, I just want to play. I don't want to fucking deal with the, the politics of it all. It's just. Right. Yeah. Well, and there are a lot of, you know, and again, not to shit on anybody, but sure. I, in, in my work as a manager, and as a musician, so I mean, dude, like I said, I'm 47. I started playing live when I was 17. And I was like booking at a local pizza parlor and the Harry Mary's, you know, uh, <laughs> dive bar in Des Moines. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, 
at that time. So I was booking. So 17 to 47. So I've been doing this full time for a long time. And I can tell you from running my band management agency and booking shows, like largely the booking agents have been like some of the flakiest group. Obviously not all of them. It's not a blanket statement, but of all the people in the music industry, all the different jobs, it's like the booking agents have are, are largely some of the hardest people to contact and, and finalize. And so, I mean, you're not wrong. Mm. And again, this it's not a blanket statement because there's plenty of incredibly effective uh, right. people. But again, I think that's probably one of the, um, you know, one of the elements that it, it caused me to continue uh, pushing it and building get gigs and launching that. So, mm. like I said, we want to reduce friction. That was the goal. We want to make this easier. The, the vision, the goal was to have a central place where people can go and find stuff. No bullshit. Where are you trying to go? What genre are you? You know, okay, type it in. Boom. Something else that's cool that I'm excited about. So I'll share real quick if you guys don't mind. Sure. Um yeah, we're currently building out a feature. It's like a tour route templates. So you could type in, you know, uh, we're a metal band from, you know, Wisconsin. We're going to whatever, Sparta. We're in Sparta, Wisconsin. And we want to tour to Dallas. We want to be gone for 10 days. So what we're doing now is um, building out um, a tour route uh, generator. So it says, okay, if you're if you're starting here and, you, and you're ending there, uh, and you want to be gone 10 days and you're this genre, here's four places in each of those cities to contact. So it'll, you know, auto-generate, auto-populate, you know, so you just type it in and then boom, 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 it tells you who to hit up uh, in each of those cities. So we're working on a tour route templates, a tour route generator. Um, and then it pulls up those cards like you were looking at on the website. You see those things. Now, when you click one of those, it expands and shows you all the details. It's like Airbnb, right? You see it. Oh, that looks nice. The price is right. You click on it and you can read all the details. Um, so the kind of the same concept with the post on Git gigs. Um, so, yeah. So that's another feature that we're, we're working on uh, that we're really excited about. I mean, and I'm that gonna, can expedite. Yeah. I'm going to say that can expedite. I'm going to say ahead. shut up. That sounds amazing. Like, <laughs> like if I had to do that and then I'd. Let's say if I actually entered that in and it, it just make, yeah, that would be kind of cool. Makes life a trying, lot easier. Yeah. Because if I was trying to book something out there, oh shit, I don't have to go through Facebook, try to find within the area. It's kind of hard to find. Like it is to find. We need something like this for the podcast to find guests. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you guys, that's something I was going to say, you know, right. if you're, um, you know, we could, we could put up cause we have a live stream. We call it live stream, but we can update the title, but yeah, you know, the podcast, if you guys have a music, obviously music and industry related podcast, there's no reason why you guys can't have a, a, a page and, and a post. And then musicians can, you know, say, fuck yeah, this sounds awesome. And, and, and click, you know, request the opportunity. Then you guys get a link to their profile and say, yeah, you guys are dope. Let's do this and then schedule it. That's so, I mean, you guys like, Sorry. Yeah, you guys could do it too. I was going to flake out. <laughs> well, that unfortunately, you know, someone actually, a musician uh, said, oh, this this sounds amazing, but is there a feature? <laughs> is there a feature that auto texts all the band members and the wives to make sure that we can actually do the gig? And I said, mm -hmm. well, you know, babysitter not included. You yeah. know, we haven't figured out that technology yet. You know, we can't, you know, we can only do so much. But yeah, um, again, like that, I mean, that's where our mind is at into the future, like the, the, the tour route generation, you know, like, fuck, we're here, we want to go there, you know, um, 
will be gone for 10 or 12 days. And then the, and then the site just auto populates four or five suggestions for each of those markets that match your genre. So, you know, I, I feel like we're doing some really cool and progressive shit. Um, and yeah, we're super, we're super proud of it. We're I, super I, proud. I think for the metal genre, which is pretty much like a very hard selling genre, they are going to probably appreciate this the most because it's really hard to find a lot of places where this kind of music is acceptable. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can just see how this could go really well with metal people in general. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is. I mean, it's probably got to be 50% metal, um, you know. So, uh, you know, I totally agree. And and I watch those metrics, you know, as a, as a drummer, as a metal drummer, as a retired musician, you know, as a guy that did this, as the band manager and booking agent, I'm watching the kind of the numbers and the variables and I'm seeing, you know, there is a shit ton of great metal in there and, uh, you know, heavy bands. And um, yeah, it's really interesting because like the bars that sign up, the venues are like dive bars, you know, with like a mural of Lemmy. I'm like, dude, this is fucking amazing. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I love you guys. Oh, that reminds you me. Know? So if a venue does close, is it updated on there? Like, because venues keep closing or opening. It's kind of, it's a hit and miss nowadays, but how, how do you well, know when a venue has been closed? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we just try to keep our ears up, you know, and we do get, we do get, um, you know, messages sometimes because we, I have actually WhatsApp, the WhatsApp support system is coming directly to my cell phone. So mm -hmm. I'm the guy that's like talking to everybody. So uh, people are like, Hey man, you know, we changed booking agents or, Hey, this place closed or there was a fire or whatever. So, you know, again, there's only so much that we can do, but we are cognizant to our best to make sure that everything's updated. And mm -hmm. again, we're relying on the, on the, the people who, you know, have the profiles to, hopefully remember to make an update if there's a change and if we if we become aware of anything then we do our best to update stuff and make sure it's up to up to date obviously yeah. that's incredibly important yeah it'd be kind of cool that you have like a highlight feature for a brand new venue that's looking for music artists right away yeah that would be i don't know yeah i mean yeah, yeah what yeah. what we do um is um you know we we have features admin features where we can boost so if something's a cool priority, you know, and shows are marked seven days, seven days left, six days left, one day left today. So shows are being auto renewed to the top of the feed based on certain parameters. So nothing gets buried. And then we're able at admin, you know, admin tools in the back end to kind of highlight stuff, like you said, so we can kind of feature and highlight cool stuff or things that, you know, I guess like the editor's picks type of thing mm -hmm. or you know, that type of stuff. Like, again, so if you guys set up a, um, a profile um, uh, for the podcast, like, you know, I could highlight you guys and keep you in the, the top 100 of that feed for a while or whatever. Or, you know, I could just bump it periodically. Um, so, yeah, we do have features like that as well. So is there other podcasts on there? Uh, yeah, there are several. There's like okay. local band smoke okay. out and um different stuff like that again it's not something that we've really promoted but some have found us and come on like i said uh, local band smoke out's one of them um, mm. you guys are familiar with them um you know uh, the, the the stoner guy that does reviews while he smokes he's always mm -hmm. fun i'm actually creating <laughs> an account right now okay cool cool just just use a good picture that bothers mm. me people like literally take a picture like of their coffee table i'm like dude i'll just use the image we have that is on all the podcasts when everything is uploaded the one i look stupid in that's yeah it's like, it's like 
AI generated artwork that looks it's <laughs> it's us, but like the AI morphed us into their own creation of what it thought we'd look like. It doesn't really look like us, but it does look like it. It's weird. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's cool. Like I said, I think it would be probably live stream would be, you know, you would do, set up a promoter, uh, you know, a promoter account, and then select live stream. I'll I'll have our develop developers um, add the tag for a podcast. If that makes sense. I don't know why we didn't do that, but mm. um, but yeah, yeah, you guys would be more than welcome. And that's something as I could boost that. We can share it on our socials and stuff too. So. And like I said, it's really interesting because we're now just really starting to like get in a, in the lane of marketing and promoting and really raising awareness because we spent this last year working out all the bugs and building in new features and stuff. So now we're at a point where like, dude, this thing is incredible. Let's actually start letting people know about it. So you guys will be on that wave of marketing. I, awesome. I think that's pretty cool. Like after the beast, this just emerged, like it's, kind of a groundbreaking in a way i i'm lost for words <laughs> and that's rare and i'm like i've never heard of anything like this i'm yeah <laughs> well man you know that that really means a lot sincerely right. you know on, honestly that's that's that makes you, know. you the smartest man of all time <laughs> i mean it, like we're, we're not like the cocaine like here's a con record contract days but this is pretty cool this kind of like just I, I appreciate it man yeah we right. like it, it you know it's it's built with love you know what i mean right it's built with love it really is and it yeah. comes from me doing this forever and just seeing all the like i said the the bottlenecking and the like you talked about you know these people that are kind of like you know it's unfortunate they're not sharing information they're not helping each other and that's it's like dude like if you help this guy he could probably help you here you know so right. we're almost teaching a new behavior we're encouraging you know yeah, you know, I, we're encouraging a certain behavior. It's like, dude, I've always, just be yeah, cool. I've always tried to like return a favor for most bands. Like that's how I met Brandon. He like got us a show, and then we were supposed to play a show together because I'd always keep my promise. And then the Beast came and took our uh, Halloween in April show that we made up in my own hometown, and it never happened. So, and then a lot of things changed. It's like. But in my mentality has still never changed. Like if a band wants to swap gigs, I'll do my best. You know, it's just like I try to be a decent person and understand that it's tough out there for everybody else. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So Yeah, man. Yeah. Well well, that's something to be said too. It's like we can achieve our goals while also being cool and helping. Like I, I don't know, man. You know, some people might not have time for that. But, yeah. you know, maybe this isn't for them, you know, and even, you know, you don't have to have long winded conversations and make a whole new bunch of friends. You know, I mean, you right. can use it. You can use it how you want. But it's that we we're coming at it with a sense of camaraderie, you know, fucking help each other. This is awesome. This right. is an opportunity to help other people while helping yourself. Like, you know, fuck. What's I mean, wrong with that? As, <laughs> I, as I always say on the show, we went through some bullshit. We shouldn't have to be mean anymore to each other, even though some people never change. It's like, right? We 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 lost a lot of years of live music. We should all be a lot better at, with each other on this, because right. who knows and what will happen grateful. next? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, don't lose sight of what was important and 
I feel like some people have and a lot of bands broke up, whatever. But like, again, we got robbed of some good years of live music. Don't screw it up. <laughs> right. Yeah. We got, yeah. we got grounded. We got grounded. Yeah. I'm not, and I wasn't we... about, uh, yeah, I wasn't about to watch a concert in like a cattle cage. Fuck that. No, I wanted to be up close, get beer spilled on me, smell someone's armpit was head and showered. Like we all miss that, you know, I don't care. Yeah. You're not going to be able to, you know, experience that in VR, you know, but, and I love YouTube, you know, I'll put in my stage in ears and listen to shit on YouTube. And th that's a great, you know, it's fun at home a little bit, but you can't replace the energy no. of being at a, in a live setting with a thousand, you know, crazy asses, you know, I, um, I had done that. So I had watched one of my favorite bands, YouTube before, like, and I'm like, this is awesome. But it's not this. No, it's not the same. I'm like, I could feel it, but I, I wanted to be there. So it's like, it's, it's not the same, obviously. Right. Right. Well, like you said, we should, you know, all be grateful, um, you know, that we, we have the opportunities that we do, but you know, some people are, you know, never going to be satisfied. There's never enough, you know, like you were talking about the communication and, you know, you, some of that stuff's never going to go away, but you know, all we can do is what we're doing, being cool, sharing and right. um, encouraging each other. And um, so, and then you guys are doing it. You, you guys are awesome. Giving the, the musicians and, and people an opportunity to share and, and, and tell stories and, 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 and come on with you guys. So you guys are just a bigger part of it as I am. So good job out of you guys as well. We're not as cool. <laughs> we're just <laughs> the, we're small potatoes, but we try to let everybody have a, have their share to speak of their stories well that's awesome it's sincerely appreciated you know like i said when we first got on you know i appreciate it too this is exciting for me so i appreciate it guys i interrupted brandon what were we gonna say <laughs> i don't remember uh, the profile for us is now active on there so okay uh -oh. cool 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 yeah um i uh like i said i, I curate so um when when we hop off here I'll, uh, I'll take a look and I'll approve that and it'll go live in the system. And yeah. And that's something too. I'll be more than happy to push that and encourage uh, people to hit you guys up. So just like you said, you'll be posting some stuff. I'll, I'll be doing it for you guys. So you'll be getting some traffic from us as well. Do you have a, and, also, do you have a Facebook page anyway, or is this just website only your own website? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that, that's the website that you're on, but yeah, there's a get, get dash gigs, uh, Facebook and, uh, Instagram and all that stuff for sure. Okay. Oh, I, cause I'm going to eventually post it on this to help a lot of my, cause I want the people to know about this. This would be great for everybody else who tries to find gigs, basically finding uh, gigs. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's incredible and, and really appreciated because obviously the more people on there, like I said, it's about connecting dots. So, you know, we're trying to like, I, I, I did one of these podcasts with a dude that was like in Missouri and he was asking me questions, both from the booking and the get gigs and the management side. He's like, yeah, it's like, you know, we're in this kind of rural area, you know, what you have any suggestions, you know, for like connecting the dots. And, you know, so that that's really something that we're interested in because all the major markets are represented on there. There's Los Angeles, San Francisco, you know, Reno, Vegas, you know, all the major Midwest markets, all that stuff, all your capitals and even B markets. But it's like, we're seeing, you know, runnels and weird little, you know, weird little towns. It's like, yeah, we want the dive bars too, because those can be some of the best shows and also help fill an open date when you're between big cities. Right. So, yeah. 
you know, so the more bands that are on there, the more venues. So it's just good for everybody. So, yeah, I mean, if you guys posted that shit, that'd be incredible. And I'll, uh, of course, be returning the favor. And that, my friends, is the exact fucking purpose of Git Gigs, the camaraderie and helping each other. So mission watching, accomplished, you boys. watch your mouth, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to keep you at like a dirty secret and be like, how are you getting these gigs? I'm just good. And then lie. <laughs> but I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. Because, again, as you said, it's supposed to be a positive experience for everybody because why be why be a greedy asshole and share your your excuse me your booking venues and then not tell anybody so that's I don't the know. secret of the show the big misconception it's called dark side of the scene but we're trying to do something positive right and we've had people shit on us just because of what we're called they're like you're just going to destroy things and i was like this is literally not even what we're about we're trying to open people's eyes and help bring more positive stuff out of all this. Like, and I think this is a great opportunity to help out because it's helping bands find shows and connect with other people and do their tour. Like it's something beneficial rather than destroying stuff. It's trying to build things. Right. Well, and as far as you guys are concerned, like you said, someone said, you know, some negative because of the name, um, I, you know, as an outsider, I didn't take it that way. I hopped on it. I think, you know, I, I messaged you guys like, dude, you know, I'd love to come on and chat. Um, I thought, you know, maybe talking about funny shit, you know, funny shit that's happened in the scene, telling some funny stories about some weird stuff or some dark stuff or or myself as a manager, maybe I could, you know, I would had shared some stories about avoiding some pitfalls and some bullshit and some traps and schemes in the industry. But um, yeah, I mean, people, some people are just lazy and goofy and jump to conclusions. I, I what was it? I had a guy, uh, he was, he was hounding us uh, on a post in a, in a, in a musician's group. We posted, you know, the link and he's like, yeah, uh, I, I'm not creating no profile. I'm not blah, blah, blah. I, I don't create profiles to promote my music. I'm like, Dude, you're arguing with me on Facebook. You created a profile on here. You know, he's, if you looked at his Facebook, he's saying, can anybody help me with gigs? I say, dude, here's a fucking list of them in all of the cities that you're saying you want to go play. And you tell me you're not setting up a free profile because you don't want to upload a video in your band name and a short bio. It's like, what? then fine. Keep begging your friends that aren't helping you. I, I, and I, I told him you're on Facebook arguing with me telling me you don't want to set up a free profile like you set up a free profile on facebook to argue with me like you know what i'm saying it's like so some people you just can't win it's like what do they say you can lead a horse to water or whatever it's like dude i could have helped you like but you're so stubborn and opinionated like it's free it's free it's help right. it's like you're starving here's a sandwich and he slaps it out of your hand was he a bass like, player not uh, possibly possibly uh, i don't know you know <laughs> bless him I'm yeah, as a, as a drummer, you know, um, it's usually drummer jokes. So I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll roll with you on that. Well, the, the only difference here <laughs> on this podcast is we praise drummers and bass players for who they are, the lack of them. So it's, yeah, they're, we've uh, been pretty ba bass player and drummer friendly here. That's awesome. Yeah, drummers are incredibly high demand. You see some of them that are like five different bands. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, guys, what do you think? Should we wrap? Should we go get some dinner? Yeah, it's on you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you said you were short on time, so we don't want to take up too much of your time. No, oh, no we're worries. All good on our end. Yeah. 
Awesome. Awesome. No, I appreciate it. I, I'm not in a hurry outside of I'm going to feed the fam and uh, tr- uh, transition a, into. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying, I'm going to try and get my kids to sleep and go to sleep myself. Awesome. You're out and, in California, are you? Yeah. 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 You're no, like three hours ahead of us. Behind, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. 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 Behind West, West coast. Pacific That's time. what I meant behind. You guys, um, um are we friends friends on facebook i mean i saw your post and we were messaging um about be, I, this I've, had like, I've had like 70 different people try and friend me and i'm i don't just accept everyone's friend request because uh, i try and at least know the people beforehand so there's a chance i didn't accept it but now that i've talked to you i will that's just my way of <laughs> It's my personal account. It's got my photos of my kids and everything on there. It's like, I don't know who half these people are or anything about them. I'm just getting random friend requests. I don't usually accept them if I don't know who they are. Uh, Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I totally understand. Um, Yeah, if there's like, um, you know, a page for the podcast. Yeah, there um, is. Yeah, is that where we were messaging? I'll look back to messaging or if you see me, just message there so it brings it back to the top. Because I want to be able to tag you guys and you know give you guys some love too. So I'm yeah. just trying to connect to make sure I can. There's a tag Facebook somebody. page and an Instagram page. Which Instagram I don't really use a whole lot. I'm old school. I don't know. Ed and I are. What are you like? Forty three, and I'm almost. I just turned thirty nine. I don't yeah, like Instagram. I'll be forty four. I don't remember. And <laughs> I don't like. I don't have TikTok. The only reason I have an Instagram is because of band stuff, and. I just use Facebook and I don't even like Facebook. So <laughs> oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm this not stuff a social media person. Uh, I'm not either. I'm just kind of forced into it because of all of this stuff. So I'm trying to make peace with it. Like I said, I, we just started making those videos. I'm like, dude, I got to be the face of this thing. No. <laughs> it's like, fuck. You but guys. There is a Facebook page. It's just, just look up dark side of the scene. I think you were messaging me on that originally. Yeah, yeah, I, I I brought it up. I clicked out of the our chat here, and um, I am following it. And I see the I see the AI art. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys, I I really appreciate you guys, and I appreciate what you're doing. And thank you so much for taking the time to bullshit with me. Not a problem. Thanks for not giving us bullshit. Yeah, if you want to come <laughs> back on sometime, and actually talk about some of the actual things you've experienced. We can do that on a future one. Of course, yeah, we could you know we could do a bi monthly thing. I mean, if you guys had musicians that were looking for you know managerial input or whatever i mean obviously as you guys heard i you know i have kind of wore many hats and still currently am so um you know i have a lot of information and resources and advice and all that stuff if it's beneficial so if you guys want to talk again in the future i'd love to spend some more time with you of course yeah definitely also talk about like how well this has been doing since we last talked to you your gig app Awesome. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys, I really appreciate your time. No problem. No problem. Have a good night. Thank you. Cool, guys. Take care. Thank you. Yep. Bye. And anyone out there still listening, if you'd like to be on Dark Side of the Scene, send an email to Brandon at darksideofthescene.com. We'll get you scheduled on a future episode. Definitely go check out getgigs.com. Pretty sure... Uh, it might be a game changer. So, got anything to say? Uh, the, no, I'm like, I'm kind of blown away by this, like, that this actually exists. 
like normally I'm not shocked by something, but holy shit, dude. I'm surprised someone hasn't already tried this to be honest. I don't I don't know why I didn't you know what? Because it's a lot of work. That's something I actually forgot to ask him. Is that like I just lost train of thought. I said shit. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna wrap this one up, everyone. So again, check out getgigs.com. It's definitely something that would be beneficial if you're in a band and trying to book shows. I'm just looking through it right now. It looks pretty cool. And if you want to be on dark side of the scene, send me an email. Other than that, we're going to roll on out. Good night, everyone.